Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another Photog Adventures podcast. I'm Aaron King, and you're listening to the photography podcast dedicated to getting you out there on an adventure of your own. I know that all of you have full-time jobs, full-time families, but you bought that camera for a reason. So pack your gear, grab your camera, get out there, get a flat tire. It's time for a Photog Adventure of your own. It's episode 133. Welcome back to the Photog Adventures podcast, and I say welcome back as it has been a long time. Oh, man. Okay. In short, you guys have had plenty of time to catch up on all of those episodes I was throwing at you guys there for a while. A bunch of interview podcasts I was releasing on top of other episodes to try and catch up with where I was before. And then it got too crazy where people weren't able to get to everything. So, Took a couple weeks off, and it turned into 28 days off from releasing new content. Oh my gosh, I've really missed hanging out with you guys and talking to you on the podcast. And I've been doing what I can doing lives in the Milky Way Wednesdays, and then if you've been paying attention to the Facebook group and the Facebook page, I've been talking a lot about the behind the scenes of the business of Photog Adventures. As you guys know, Brendan is no longer part of Photog Adventures, and I've had a lot of things that I need to think about and how I can take Photog Adventures forward and what's going to change, what's not going to change. And I talk a lot about that and I confess a lot of behind the scenes stuff over on those posts on the Facebook page. So if you want to read those, check them out. You'll see them as the business of Photog Adventures behind the scenes info, blah, 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 day one through 10 so far. Today's day 11 of it. I need to make that post later tonight. But looking at the episodes that are coming up, right now we are going to cover the Create Photography Retreat, and this audio comes to you from May before Brendan, actually it comes to us I think somewhere in April, where Brendan and I recorded an episode talking about the Create Photography Retreat. It wasn't the best. We never released it right then because we just weren't, it has a lot of editing that had to be done, and now with Brendan actually pulling out of Photog Adventures, this is going to be a fun highlight reel of content from that previous recording. So this episode 133, as well as episodes 123, 127, and 131 that are coming up, those episodes all have myself and Brendan, and so fans of the Photog Adventures podcast original dynamic duo, the next four episodes are for you. It has been a long little break. 28 days is way too long. I can't take it anymore. Nick Page released his new episode. Finally, we haven't had an episode for the Landscape Photography Podcast in months. And so it's awesome to hear from Nick again. And on that note, I'm not going to let that be the only podcast that updates finally today. I got to join the group. All right, let's get going. Let's get back to Aaron King and Brendan Porter from months ago talking about the Create Photography Retreat. Hey, welcome back to the Photog Adventures Podcast, guys. We are talking about the Create Photography Retreats and five things, maybe six, I guess, if we go a little... We got a bonus one at the bonus end. Plate, talk about next there. year. Um, we want to first talk about the type of people that came. We went to the one in Phoenix two years ago, and then we and then we took a break and didn't go to the one that was in the East Coast the year after, which was twenty. Yeah, the Charleston one we missed. Then we went back in Vegas 2019. That was easy to go to. We were invited to teach, and we met. A lot of the same people, actually, like the people that came to Phoenix came to Vegas, too. And uh, literally the same people or the same type. There was at least three of the same people that I that I recognized by face. And then the same type of group of people were there. And that's what was really cool is a feeling of a group. Um, People made friends really fast. 
because there's like like-minded people there. I was like, I remember the first time I went to Phoenix, it was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is a room full of photographers just like us that want to learn more. <laughs> and we're learning at the hands of some masters, like Nick Page was there. And oh my gosh, like we just want to hang out with Nick and learn from him and stuff. Right. And there's other photographers there doing amazing portraits and all that kinds of stuff. And it was cool. It was really cool. So the number one thing about the entire, cre- <laughs> I almost did it again, Create Photography Retreat is the type of photographer that comes to this retreat mm-hmm. versus other retreats. Every retreat, every conference, every photography thing has some fantastic people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there's an intimacy, a friendship, and just a huge amount of very willing, very enthusiastic, and I say willing, willing to learn yeah, photographers. Yeah. It's it's a small knit group of people who are just so excited. They might have just gotten their camera a couple weeks ago. They mm-hmm. might have gotten it last year and they just really want to learn. And it was just fantastic to be around that type of people who were just so happy to do anything they could, lose all the sleep that they did just mm-hmm. to be there. And the photos that we saw afterwards from some of these guys, I mean, these were like really beginners, amateurs. And some of the stuff we saw from these photos yeah. that they showed at the end was like, holy cow, like what? These are amazing. <laughs> so people gained some solid portfolio pieces while they were there. And that was a lot of fun to see too. Right. And so if you're already thinking about coming out to the Create Photography Retreat in 2020, if you're thinking, is this right for me? If you're a photographer who's very excited about being a photographer and that you're not all down and brought down by the curmudgeons in the photography hobby, mm-hmm. then this is the retreat for you. Yeah, just ignore the negative stuff you see online and stuff and just come and just like, this is all positive, all good vibes. It's just really fun. Oh, a crazy group of people. A really awesome experience. And the second, second most amazing thing of the Create Photography Retreat was that there's these this array of classes that mm-hmm. span from Milky Way photography to macro photography to portrait photography underwater. Photography and even land and landscape. I mean, it was the whole range was there. And one difference about these classes that are different than most retreats is that these classes are interactive. Almost mm-hmm. all of them there's definitely ones that we taught and other ones that you just sit in the classroom and you're just listening to people talk, seeing the slideshow, the presentation go by. But it's just, it's the kind of retreat that you get to use your camera, mm-hmm. not just talk about it. It's true. Because when I was first asked through the macro class, I started putting like images together, like example macro images. And I started putting like 20, 30 images together and thinking, okay, now how am I going to put my presentation together? And then, then I thought, then I thought, wait a minute. I'm not going to show any of these. We're going to do it. Like, what am I thinking? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm going yeah. to, I just bought like $140 worth of stuff so I can bring it, like gear. And then I went to Lowe's the next, like when we were there and bought yeah. another $140 worth of stuff to shoot with, I shoot at and shoot on and around. And it was just, that was way better than anything I could have ever done to present. You know? It's really cool. And it's one of the negatives I would say about it, but it's not a real negative. It's just funny that, you're carrying your camera gear everywhere you go. In this mm. retreat, I could see I see women carrying 50, 40 pounds of gear on their back as they're going with their mag light, their camera, their <laughs> speed light, all sorts of gear they're lugging around, plus like their laptop working mm-hmm. on this because it's such an interactive workshop more than anything. It is, it is. It's like this crazy three-day blitz of workshops from all range. Like if you want to <laughs> do portraiture, you can. You gotta they, they set up like a room with three small studios in one room and you could turn around and shoot one person, another model, and turn around and shoot another model. And it's like right there. 
at your disposal is really cool. It, it is, I mean, it has been, and I hope it goes up in price, but it's been really cheap mm-hmm. to go to this retreat, and yet there are so many ways for you to take advantage of it. I think everybody came out with two or more portfolio mm-hmm. pieces of work mm-hmm. that they, had, they could be proud of. Yeah, I mean... Pff- Prime their portfolio. They got it growing now because they have this experience, not to mention the other photographers that they were around and learning from and picking up tips from just by virtue of seeing what they did. Think about the macro class. There's that one picture that has the water droplet on the fuzzy tree, mm-hmm. and she came into the class late and took that picture. She came in way late, like way <laughs> late. Like oh, we're about to wrap up, and she's like, oh, what do you guys do, macro? I'm like, yeah, we got like 15 more minutes. She's like, okay. She sets up shop, asks a couple questions. You know, we set up lighting, and then she starts going at it. And then she shows me this picture. I'm just like, what the? <laughs> like, wow. I was amazed. Like, everybody has such a different angle. Another thing I want to mention too is the people there are just so like excited and enthused that if you feel like you're in that seven year, you've been doing photography for five to seven years and you feel like you're getting, like we had that one podcast talking about like if you've been doing photography for seven years or more, oh, four years feel, or, or more, four years or more, slump. do you get, you feel like you're getting slumped? Come to this retreat and you will not feel that way anymore. I guarantee you, you will find something to get crazy excited about. Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone experiences the hobby light switch, right? Where it's like if it's off, you're totally uninterested. When it's on, you're completely obsessed. Mm -hmm. And you jump in a new hobby, you hit that light switch, and boom, you're completely obsessed. Well, you can become completely obsessed in another form of the photography that you Mm -hmm. had no idea you could do with your camera. And you experience that. I would say virtually for free because you're going to the retreat already. You're paid to be there. Right. You got everything. But then all these new things you don't expect are just these add-on, free add-ons that come out. And yeah. Monica, when she took that picture, it was a really great way of showing how someone has an eye that you don't see necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone brings their own eye for photography mm-hmm. and the way that they capture things. And it's just a really good shot, a really cool macro shot. Yeah. And no matter what you do, um, you can find someone there that you can be inspired by, even if they, even though they're your contemporary. They might not be teaching the class, but they could be someone next to you. I remember an art class when I was just like looking at this girl's stuff. Next, she's sitting right next to me, and I'm just like, "How on earth are you doing that?" You know, <laughs> because and this is the same way you can look at someone like, "How did you take that shot?" Like, show me what you did because that's awesome. I want to take a shot like that, mm. and then they're right there. They can tell you it's it's fantastic. And the array of classes are only going to get better. I mm-hmm. mean, the next thing in our five that we call the most awesome parts of the CP retreat are the people behind the retreat. Yeah, Brian Hansen and his wife. Forgive me, I don't know her name. Name. Do you remember her name? But no, no name. sorry, sorry, Brian. But man, they are not in this to be business people making money. No, they Brian have wishes, jobs obviously. already. Yeah, I mean, they have jobs, and yeah, it's passion. Yeah, it's a passion for helping people build this community and the car- carnivorous plant. The, <laughs> the create photography retreat is a community that you're joining, and yeah. it's really really fantastic fun and we've got to give a huge applause for brian for everything and there's just there are things that are fantastically polished and wonderful about the retreat Mm -hmm. and things that are really rough around the edges and it's because a real person is putting this on and making sure that everything is good for you guys who attend Mm -hmm. and so his efforts and his like oh my gosh chicken with his head cut off running around all the time Mm -hmm. making sure everything's taken care of his constant texting that made his phone battery die three times every day (laughs) because he's constantly communicating with everyone fixing everyone's problems you were going 
going to be taken care of at the CP retreat. I mean, mm-hmm. that array of classes is going to get better because Brian wants it to be better and he's listening to people, hearing what they loved. Getting the, the feedback, th- making the changes, yeah, exactly. doing the good things he needs to do, yeah. And so if you thought, okay, I haven't come to the first three, maybe the fourth one is it? Yeah, absolutely. So mm-hmm. much is being learned, so much is getting polished, and this is going to become one of the best absolute best retreats for those getting into photography. Yeah, I think that that's I think it's only going to get better and the price is only going to go up as time goes. I guarantee yes. you in 5 years everybody in the photography community is going to want to be part of this, you know, this retreat and be involved and we're going to be selling out like a thousand seats, you know, mm-hmm. but man, get in, get in as soon as you can, because getting the instructors on a smaller class size is really, really valuable. Yeah. I mean, these guys normally charge anywhere from like, I mean, Royce was charging $350 to spend two hours with him, you know? So if you, and most of these guys are at that level that like, if you were to do a one-on-one workshop, you'd be spending like 700 bucks, but you get right. them for like two whole hours and you're right there with like five other people. And it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> this is awesome. You know, when you're thinking about going to conferences, maybe you've been to some in the past, being in the game industry, I would go to GDP and GDP is the game developers conference or GDC. Sorry, I said P again, because of the CP retreat. The GDC is a game developers conference that you would go and you'd get in these big classes and learn from people in the industry that you've already respected mm, and right, love right. and you know you can learn from. And you'd be in a classroom with 50 people. You might get in line and get a question out there, but then that question is kind of snappy, done, okay, that was your one chance. Right, right. In these small classes, you're not only getting heard, but everyone in that group there is becoming fast friends with the presenter. Right, because you're such an intimate setting that everyone knows each other. You can literally high-five each other, check their phone, fix their issue, and you just get to know some really cool people through it. Or you have an issue with your camera, like, oh, I can't figure out my flash. It's not doing this, that. You turn around, the guy next to you is right there. The instructor is right there next to you and be like, <laughs> yep. oh, this is how you do this, this, and this. Let's get it set up, fixed, done, now have fun. It's like, yeah, you can't get any better than it's that. It's already a crazy steal, and it's starting to feel like a big, cool commercial now <laughs> for the CP retreat. I mean, in, in essence, it is, but it's just us bragging about how awesome it was to be there. It was. And so we're wanting to give the five favorite amazing things from the perspective of those attending. So it comes off like a big commercial. Yeah. But this is just that small class setting is an opportunity and it's a steal already at the price that it is and it's going to go up Mm -hmm. and still you're going to feel like you're getting your money's worth because you're not going there as an anonymous person who leaves as an anonymous person. Right. You're going to do high fives in the hallway with the other photographer that's passing by you because you You've seen him in three different classes, and because those classes are so small, you know his name, what camera he uses, mm-hmm. and the funny thing that he did last night. Yeah, and the cool pictures that you saw on the back of his camera, <laughs> right. and you're like super excited for his portfolio as you get excited about yours. And yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just really, really fun. It was something that as we went around meeting people and presenting, we were finding that everybody was just so happy with Mm. being there. Mm -hmm. They didn't regret it for a second. Right. And they were finding out that they were disappointed because they didn't have more time to do more. Exactly. I was just like, they should extend this a day. It should be. Or maybe they have like fewer classes. We were thinking of ways like, okay, everybody's like, the only thing that people are bummed about is that they wish they could do more there. 
and they were trying so hard to do more. Right. Remember Courtney? It was the second night only of the retreat when she joined us for the free night, mm-hmm. and she was exhausted. No, she came with us for the third night too, but we saw her the second night, yeah, and yeah. she's already a zombie, and she's looking at us saying, I'm sorry, guys. I don't know if I'm going to have much energy, but I can't wait to go. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she's going to stand by her tripod at midnight and fall mm-hmm. asleep because she had been going full throttle, early morning, all to the classes, right. busy at lunchtime, to all the presentations that had interactive sessions, and then the interactive stuff at night until she finally oh went to gosh. bed yeah. and woke up like five hours later. It's exhausting and fun. It is because you get you can get it, you can get up in the morning and do an interactive class, or you can do a presentation or a lecture, or you can go out and do pool photography up in the roof pool, you know, at, at noon or yeah. whatever. And then you're doing street photography after dinner. And then you're going out with night photography with us. And it's just, yeah, it was just crazy. All the things you really <laughs> literally can be busy all day long doing photography and still be excited about not be burned out. Yep. You know, it's crazy. The last over salesman sounding I will be, will be saying that you guys are going to get your money's worth and then some back. Sure. If you invest in the CP retreat and mm-hmm. you definitely, definitely should, but you don't have to take my word for it. Ba-dum-bum. And then we play like five different people giving their testimonials. <laughs> we don't have those testimonials no, recorded don't. actually, but I, I know that Brian has them. So the website's going to have some stuff like that. And yeah. I meant to get recordings like that, but then it was such a whirlwind. We'll talk about oh our gosh, side yeah. of presenting here in a second but the last or I would say the last before the bonus point of the five things that we freaking loved about the CP retreat was that this is such a strong retreat for beginners oh yeah if you come as a beginner you're not going to feel left out because you might be intimidated to go to some of these photography stuff when you're a complete beginner you think "Ah, maybe not yet I'll learn a little bit more then I'll go to something like this because I shouldn't spend my money on that because I might not get anything out of it I don't know what they're talking about. I don't use Photoshop. I don't use Lightroom. How am I going to get anything out of this retreat? Oh, man, you'd still get a ton out of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Practically every lesson and every opportunity there is built around people who have completely been beginners to that type of photography Mm. or photography altogether. Now, don't hesitate because you're a beginner. Do not hesitate joining because you're a beginner. This is going to be something I think in the future that it's almost a given. You're new to photography. Make sure you do this, this, and this. And one of those this, this, and this is are going to be get out to the CP retreat. It's going to it's going to jumpstart your photography career, world, Absolutely. hobby a million times more. I mean, we met people in Phoenix that we now know and their photography is up like 12 levels oh. because they went there in Phoenix and then they came back two years later and we saw them in Vegas and we're like, dude, your photography is off the chain and you like were beginning two years ago in Phoenix. It's crazy. Three years later, they're already them. amazing. Yeah. And so it's really, really cool to see how beginners really do get that jump start. I mean, honestly, if you know how to turn your camera on and your basic <laughs> camera settings, then you need to sign up and go, you know, it's a pretty low bar. It's if pretty low. Yeah. If you're not hitting that bar. Then you need to rethink the hobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, open your manual, look at a couple YouTube videos, learn how your camera works and then sign up for their trip. That was going to be one of our April fool's videos. I remember now we were going mm. to do an April fool's video where it was like the five Don't best give away, ways. Dog. Give it away. You still can do it okay. next year. <laughs> Zip. You were talking about those people who are no more experienced. Can they come to the creative Right, right. So, so what if I've been doing photography for seven years or whatever, and I really love doing landscapes but then i go to the retreat and i see them doing all these awesome portraits 
Well, <laughs> get in the class. It, I mean, you've already paid. The, re, the cool thing about the retreat is you pay once, and then you have free reign to do whatever you want. You can do macro. You can do portrait. You can do landscape. You can do night. You're right. Whatever. You don't have to declare it. It's no. not like you have to decide which avenue you go in, and then you right. have to pay for extra classes. Right. You're paying for the whole thing. So whatever you want, it's a, it's a buffet yes. of learning. That's what it is. I like that. The buffet of learning, the CP retreat. Mm-hmm. It is. And so in the buffet, you have these amazing portrait studios that they just set up three awesome little studios in one room and you got three models and you're like, oh my gosh, like, and the flash is already set up and everything. I just have to bring my camera and I can take amazing portrait shots. Yeah. Yeah. I'll try that for an hour. I always wondered how that even works and is it that every light is turned off and then the flash is used and like they learn how some of these things happen in light, but because of the way the flash goes mm-hmm. in your exposure settings, it looks black. Exactly. It. Exactly. It's really cool to learn those settings and learn the basics of how that works. And then to learn how you can do it with five other people around you at the same time. It's crazy. And it still works. It's, it's really, really, really cool. In a hundred percent honesty, you will graduate from the skill level of the of the lessons at the CP retreat, mm-hmm. but it'll take a good four years before you feel like you're getting maybe not enough out of it. Well, and if you're lucky like we are, I mean, we came as not even volunteers. The first one, we came as just, hey, we're going to do some milkweed photography the night before the retreat. Who wants to join us? Twenty people showed up, <laughs> you know, and we got them all set up. They took amazing pictures. We did our first like real like test of can we do a workshop because this is a good test. And it went off without a hitch, right? Right. And then people won prizes, giveaways because of their photography from that night. Yeah, the which shots was even that they more captured. awesome for us. <laughs> <laughs> At Picket Post Mountain, when they did their Milky Way shots, they were submitting them for the contest. And we had four people, I think, who had won big prizes like an Acrotech GP ball head right. because of their image. Yeah. And so that was really awesome. That gave us um, more pride in ourselves, I guess, because we were the <laughs> instructors there. But then they invited us this year to be actual instructors. And so that was only two years later, which was pretty awesome. So the final thing that we will say about this, and this is definitely the advertisement for it, is that everything is changing and changing for the better with changes Mm -hmm. to the schedule, changes in the location every year. They'll go different location. And it's just getting stronger and stronger. And so Brendan and I are really enthused about the CP retreat. And so you guys are going to hear a lot about it because you're going to hear us talking about it coming up. And our goal is to sell this out to those of you who are so excited to get out there with your camera because mm-hmm. you are automatically the type of person that should be at the CP retreat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you're going to find out that there's 1,700 other people out there. I don't think the retreat will ever be that big, 1,700. I hope 500 not will probably be the max yeah. it ever gets. Yeah, I really hope it doesn't max out too high because that's the great thing about the retreat is it is a kind of a smaller group. Yeah. And it just it just feels so awesome, you know, to be part of that more of a kind of a more of a niche kind of group, but yeah. Some of the things Enthusiast. that are floating out there as changes that they're going to make are um, having classes that people like be multiple days. Mhm. And so you have a chance to make them instead of making that really hard choice of your two favorite things you'd rather be at, mm-hmm. which one should I go to? Right. You're going to be able to say, okay, I can't make it Monday, but I'll make it Wednesday and you're mm-hmm. going to get that opportunity. And some other things like Brendan pointed out is that they're going to go longer. I think they want to do at least one more day. So you have more opportunities like yeah, that. That's good. And they're going to stop putting all those really fun things all together where like you have a chance to do flower, baking flower photography at the same time as a really cool underwater 
photography shoot. Right, and it's like, oh, you want to do both, but you can't. Yeah. So, yeah. So then people were trying to do like a little bit of both. They were trying here, then running off to the other one and running mm-hmm. this way, running that way. Mm-hmm. And it crazy. exhausts you. Yeah, oh, yeah. man. So, I mean, I, I could easily do two or three days of one-hour macro classes. Easily. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, hour and a half, two hours. I mean, we almost went to three hours because we were having so much fun. <laughs> the hardest thing will be setting up all the gear mm-hmm. each time and keeping some of those flowers looking pretty by the third class. <laughs> yeah, keep them watered, I guess, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead and take our last break of the podcast. We're going to come back and talk about the side of being presenters. Mm-hmm. This is where we're just going to tell stories about being presenters in the retreat and how it actually went for us. <laughs> hey, uh, we hope you go to the Nightscaper Conference 2020. That's at nightscaper.com. And if you use Adventure 100 at checkout, you're going to get $100 off on the conference yes. registration. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up for Photog Adventures. If you guys want to come through with Photog Adventures, get that $100 discount as well. Come join us. Go to nightscaper.com and sign up today. Welcome back to the Photog Adventures podcast, guys. We are talking now about how it actually went for us. Now, I yeah. say that in a slow path, uh, like a, a slow, slow conversation sentence. Because slow things down a little. Get real. <laughs> <laughs> that get real. It sounds like everything I've told wasn't real. <laughs> We're going to talk about how exhausting it was. Yeah. Um, there were some classes I was interested in actually attending, and I didn't attend a single one. <sighs> I thought I could. I thought I could go to lunch with people. But yeah. that became my, I need to get some sleep. Yeah, it was really crazy because um, scheduling-wise, okay, so something we learned this year is never have a Milky Way workshop and (laughs) then a presentation the next morning. Oh, my gosh. That was a bad idea. One of those was entirely my fault because I was basically basically begging Brian, let me teach more. I want to teach more about Milky Way stuff. And And he's like, I got a 9 a.m. slot. (laughs) Oh, I can do that. That'd be easy. Mm. Oh, right. I came home from our free workshop at at 8 (laughs) a.m. No, I guess it was 6 a.m. And then we spent an hour preparing it because I realized, oh, I have a new class. That's right. I I don't have very good internet down there. We literally had like two hours of sleep. Oh, I prepared all these screen grabs with my iPad so that I can throw it into my presentation since I wouldn't be able to load these websites and show them mm. real life stuff. So I was yeah. taking them through the process of, you know, cleardarksky.com, using clearoutside.com, other websites that we use for planning and finding information out like clouds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was getting screen grabs of what they look like so they knew what to expect. Okay. Finally finished by 7 a.m. and now I've got to sleep for an hour. Oh, my gosh. I think the first night I was done by 6.30. The next night I was done by 7. And we had to wake up by 8 to shower and get down there by 9. And just, I woke up one time where my iPad has the weird wrong hour. It was not updating on my iPad, even though I had internet. And it said 9 a.m. I'm like, oh, no, my class starts now. And I'm just wiping the sleepies out of my eyes and i'm needing to run down from my sixth floor hotel room i'm just like wait you mean it's like uh, only eight right now <laughs> so two days in a row we had a nine o'clock presentation after getting back at six six thirty five thirty and that was exhausting two hours of sleep yeah so then we had to make breaks during the afternoon take naps and stuff we and, skipped lunch just yeah. so that we could sleep yeah uh, Luckily, it, we didn't skip the free lunch. That was nice. So the CPP <laughs> retreat does. I did skip does, the free lunch. 
No, you made it by the I end. I made it by the end. <laughs> I was finally done talking to people about stuff, and then I sat at my table and talked to people about stuff. Yeah. I was like, photo pills is amazing, guys. Look at this. And I actually got Steve Sabota excited about photo pills enough that he joined us on the workshop. He, oh, he's like, nice. didn't know who we were. He didn't know what right, I was talking about. Right, but right. he's like, you were so enthusiastic and excited. I decided <laughs> I wanted to join. I wanted to learn more. So that worked actually really well nice. in my favor. Nice. Even though I ended up bringing an enchilada and a burrito with me to the next class presentation, and I ate it for the first. 20 minutes right well you know at least they provided lunch for us so which, which was nice which they plan on doing for the future too yeah it was awesome yeah. and so when we were trying to balance out our schedules we had no balance whatsoever yeah we had an iMac and everything we were going to work on from our hotel room in between classes we wanted to do a podcast record a podcast oh, we couldn't we even do that we could jenna martin greg benz yeah we had even, awesome people there uh even bender and mm-hmm. um and they all agreed to it. They all wanted to. And then we never actually had a chance to do it. It was such a bummer. Yeah. We just didn't have the time that we wanted to because there were so many cool things going on. Yeah. We didn't yeah. have enough opportunity. And just because we were up so late at night. Yeah, that was a burner too. Uh, one thing that the cre- photography treat is going to do easier for us is plan around the Milky Way better. Mm-hmm. And so it's hopefully going to go around a new moon better. We don't have to wait for the moon to set early in the morning right, and get right. out there by midnight for a one o'clock begin. And then it's over mm-hmm. at four. I'm going to drive an hour back. That was exhausting. Yeah. Yeah, it was. So you started talking about your macro class. You're saying in all yeah. the presentation stuff you had to do for that. So the macro class was um, actually really fun. So once I decided to not do like a lecture, because that would have been boring and dumb, um, <laughs> I decided to get a bunch of stuff. I bought some camera gear and some, so like the most simple basic thing you can do is screw a little lens onto the end of your film, and, and uh, the little lens that screws onto the end of your regular lens. And it's just an add-on lens for macro. Sometimes they come in a kit where it's a macro slash wide, so if you guys seen the like, there's a big wide one and it screws onto like a little macro one begin at the at the base of it. Um, you just take the wide angle lens off and you have a macro lens. And so um, you can buy it with it with the wide angle adapter or without. But uh, that's like most basic you can get. And I thought, okay, I'll get one of those. So if people have a 58 millimeter thread, which a lot of these guys will, um, it's pretty pretty general size. And yeah, it's like they can throw this on. I got like a little rail, like you can screw, like we showed at our one gear time that uh, Drew had one. And I found one on Amazon for like 30 bucks, I think, or less. That was pretty awesome. So you can do focus stacking if you wanted to, show people how that works. And so yeah, I got all these things to give people opportunities to use some of the gear. And they all did too. It was really cool. Like I don't think there was a single thing besides like my bellows. I, don't, I think nobody used that, but besides that, like they used everything else. So um, I had extension tubes, the bellows, which is basically the same as extension tube, and then uh, a couple different adapters and rails, and then all the little lights. So I had little desk desk lamps and some LED lights that Brian had brought, um, and uh, just stuff from Lowe's, like tiles and plants and cool stuff we could shoot. Um, Brian had brought the little replica of the. Um, DeLorean from Back to the Future. And he said he brought that last year in Charlesville, Charleston, Charleston. Charleston. And um, he said people didn't really know what to do with it. And it was set up to do macro, but but he loved what I had done. I'd set up like three different little mini studios with like plants, some other objects. And then on the other table was like the DeLorean set up on this cool, like glassy tile. And just, there's just something about that polish 
that really people got really excited about, especially when they looked at the back of their camera and they're like, oh my gosh. Like I saw this one guy got down real low and got the reflection of the tile of the DeLorean. It looked like a showroom car. Let me you know? slow it down a second and explain to you guys what's happening here because okay. you probably don't have it in your mind excited. pictured. Yeah. Oh, it's not because you're going too fast. It's just <laughs> I think that you might not realize what he's talking about with polish. When you think about going to one of these retreats and you have these hotel conference rooms with those simple, like narrow tables that are really long and six chairs per table or something, right? That's the setting that Brendan was working mm-hmm. with, where the bokeh background would be a partition wall, a carpet, and blah lighting, blah blah. blah. Right, and even in, or like the fake laminate wood on the table. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. Like, so if we didn't have or like the white um, linen that they had on it, you know, but it's like if you just do that, it just looks like you're taking a photo on a white cloth you know what i mean halfway done right and it didn't really have that feel but but i set up this tile that was like a 24 inch by 12 inch tile from lowe's from lowe's it was like actually marble okay it was like a marble kind of tile and then i set up another one up a 45 degree angle as a backdrop to it so all you saw in your bokeh was this reflecting tile and a similar color scheme behind it with lights that you can move around like a little mini studio and so this model ended up turning into being like one of the coolest things that people were photographing besides <laughs> the plants. And Brian was just like, oh my gosh, nobody knew what to do with this model last year. But this year you guys are like tearing it up. This is awesome, you know? And <laughs> it so turned out really well. It was really, really fun. All, all the individual lights that you had set up and the way that the you couldn't tell where someone was. It looked mm. very professional instead of this halfway done you know, get close to your object and take a picture of it. You've right. actually got the rest of the scene, the polish from foreground, midground, background, all taken care of for them yeah. so that they can get a cool shot. Well, we even found those wood plank tiles that were really cool. Like people would use as a black backsplash or something, I guess. I, I like don't know. the texture of them and everything. Yeah, it was like recovered barn wood, but it was only like 12 inch by 24 inches. So a small piece of wood, but then you lay like a couple seashells on it and stuff. And all of a sudden you got this really freaking cool macro scene. <laughs> yeah. And, um, Monica was totally tearing it up with that. I mean, she was all over that thing. I mean, she spent like an hour photographing this sh- this shell, and she's like, I don't know, I've already taken like 100 pictures of this, you know? Like, it's not going to change much, but she just kept on tweaking the lights a little bit and getting it just right, and that's totally fine. It was interesting to see how the macro class became a hangout for photographers for hours. Yeah. They were going for hours trying to get shots that they just thought were so cool. They were so into mm-hmm. it and focused that they lost time. And then people had questions. I was right there. Boom. Yeah, I can ask you, oh, can I try this gear? Yeah, here you go. Try it out. See how it works. This is how it works. Okay, cool. Start using it. And it was really, really funny. People got a really good, I think it was, it was a tremendous value. Whereas before, Brian was just like, it's just kind of a side idea. Whereas mm-hmm. like this this year, um, because the way I set it up, I, and it was just kind of like last thought, spare the moment. No, I'm going to do this. Like I totally changed my mind, like 180. Yeah, it was like cool my to original go idea. To the lows in Vegas and get everything. Yeah, and go back and return it. And the I next can return day. it. We left the plants at Brent's house, but <laughs> but that's okay. His wife was okay with that. <laughs> we returned those things that we could return. In fact, we were talking to the Lowe's employee as we were there, and he's like, "Yeah, you can bring these back." If nothing gets damaged, you can bring these back because we explained what we were doing. So it's not like we did this like rental, fake rental that we just did with everything from Lowe's, but in essence, we kind of did. But fantastic opportunity, opportunity, let's pronounce that correctly, take two, fantastic opportunity out there at the Create Photography Retreat. I just loved it and 
it was the catalyst, the beginning of what was a nightmare schedule. It began from that point of not getting right sleep to going into the Faroe Islands and oh yeah, yoy, yoy, yoy. I will talk more about that in the upcoming days of the podcast. So excited. I can't say enough how excited I am to be back here and hanging with you guys. If you guys enjoy this content and enjoy the YouTube stuff, don't thank me Thank our patrons, our patrons who are very supportive. Right now, as the patron-only podcasts have been transitioned into sharing those interviews, we have other personal content and for you guys exclusive content that's going to be coming to the patrons that I will announce shortly. And just to give you guys a little bit of a tease of what's coming up in the next few days, I'm going to announce a major change to what photogadventures.com is. And let's just say 20 of you are going to be excited about it. And that's not a uh, downplaying that everyone's going to hate it except for 20 people. It's that a specific number of people, 20 in fact, are going to have a special involvement in that. And so I'll explain it later. Uh, This will come out to you, I believe, by Sunday the 26th. Is that the 6th? Yeah, it's not. It's the 25th. The 25th. So come back. Keep checking in, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Photog Adventures Podcast. I'm Aaron King. Get out there and have a photog adventure of your own.